Welcome back to Honestly Alicia, where you will find stories and conversations that inspire and inform. If you enjoy this podcast, would you give it some stars or share it with somebody that you know would enjoy it? That way more people can hear these stories and conversations that inspire and inform. Welcome back. So I can't wait. I know I say it every time, but I can't wait for you to hear this conversation with Fabricio and I. It's the second half of our two-part conversation. This is the end of season one. If you haven't listened to the first part of my conversation with Fab, then go ahead and go back and listen to that. Um, It'll just give you some context for the amazing way that God has worked in his life and where he's at today when you hear all of this. It's kind of like last the last episode was the foundational setup, his history, and it was hard and sad. And then he shares about his dramatic come to Jesus moment and how his life and perspective have changed throughout the years. In addition, he describes the work he and his wife, Sasha, are doing through Carbio International, their nonprofit. And in the segment, What is Happening, he shares a wild story about how God really does work in mysterious ways. Also, looking forward, I'm going to start season two, and we're going to start it with a conversation with my husband, John just like we started season one, where we will answer some thought-provoking questions, just reflecting on last year, reflecting on what we've both learned in our lives, and they're questions that you can take and you can use to have engaging conversations with a safe friend or a spouse. But for now, enjoy my conversation with Fabricio. So uh, the way I met Sasha, I was... I used to hang out with some some guys, some some good friends. Mm-hmm. They used to drink a lot, mm-hmm. and I just came because I was lonely. And I I met him at a at a restaurant, I think, and we kind of like became friends. But I didn't know there were also friends with Sasha. I didn't know that until one day, I was talking to them, and they were drunk, and they were like, "Hey." Uh, Fabricio, I want you to meet this uh, uh, lady. She's beautiful, and oh my gosh, you know, if if you uh, if you make her your your girlf- your girlfriend, I'm so gonna respect you because she's so beautiful. <laughs> now she now they're talking good things about Sasha, and I'm thinking that way. And she, and she, and and one of them said because uh, there there were twins. One of them said, um, "I'm gonna give her a call right now." So he calls <laughs> Sasha. And Sasha happens to go in, to go to a party that same night mm-hmm. to a little quinceañera or something. Yeah. And then Sasha is already talking to them. And, and he, uh, uh, my friend says, hey, I want to introduce you to this guy. So I started talking to Sasha. And then we decided to meet later at this uh, quinceañera place. Okay. Yeah. And as soon as I saw her and she saw me, we were like, oh, my gosh. Who is that gal? Uh-huh. I told you, I told you, you know, she's beautiful and <laughs> she stuff like beautiful. that. And then uh, same with Sasha. Sasha was like, hey, 
who is your friend? Who is that <laughs> guy? So after that, we connected. We got introduced at the quinceanera. We danced like hours. Mm -hmm. And then after that was just history. Yeah. We never, uh, we were always together. Uh -huh. Like the next day and the next day and the next day. It was just something quick that the Lord had in he, in his plan you yeah know, it was just something quick and was she a christian at the time she was christian she was going through some hardship uh, uh -huh. at a time and she told me you know one of the things that i do on sign on sundays is just go to church and i say yeah that's fine you're and, like you're so cute i'll yeah, go to church yeah with you, whatever. that's exactly that's exactly <laughs> what i said i said yeah of course i'll go with you but right. then she said it's it's christian christian church and i said yeah isn't aren't catholics christians too and she says, yeah, but, you know, she kind of like explained a little, yeah, yeah. She, she explained a little bit to me. And I said, no, I'll, I'll go with you. Mm -hmm. And that's how I started going with Sasha. And it was weird because we used to go to Heritage Christian Center mm -hmm. up in Aurora. And I was just sitting down and everybody's praising the Lord and, you know, being <laughs> loud and dancing and stuff like that. And Sasha is like lifting her hands and amen. She's singing. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing here? Yeah. But I wanted to stay with her because I said, okay, I'm going to pretend I like it. But then, my friend, I, I was still mad at God for everything that has happened to me in my yes. life. Understandably. So, so people were just mm -hmm. telling me how good God was. And I said, no, don't talk to me about a good God. Mm -hmm. And they're like, no, he loves you. Jesus loves you. He has a good plan for you. And I said, no, please don't, man. I, I don't, I don't want to get into that. Yeah. I was really upset because, you know, I used to cry like all the time, especially when I didn't have any, any money, any food right. to eat or anything like that. I was always like, you know, no, no. He cannot be a good yeah, God out there. and let all that have happened to you. Yes. Mm -hmm. So everything, you know, but again, God knew how to get into my heart. Because one day I said to the Lord, uh, you know, the only way that I can follow you is to see. It, it's, it would be if I see a miracle. Mm -hmm. And I just left it like that. And I continue my life like normal, you mm -hmm. know, like I was doing my stuff but we were together Sasha and myself we got married mm -hmm. at a Christian church Christian you know everything was good mm -hmm. but my heart everything about myself about my life was kind of like it was just not making sense yeah. I thought I was just doing it more to please Sasha yeah. and to be you know with my kids and my family than for me to have that relationship with the Lord until that day came and I said okay Lord if I if you really have a plan for me, if you really care about me, if you really want to do something through me, then show me. I want to see a miracle. Mm -hmm. So one day, my friend, so I used to work in restaurants my whole life, and I used to meet a guy from Mexico City who was a pastor. And he was, uh, he was uh, um, uh, pastoring a, a small church in Littleton, Colorado. Mm -hmm. And uh, one day, we, for some reason, we became friends. And one day he says, hey, Fab, uh, I'm going to do an outreach in Littleton. And I know you do caterings and stuff like that. Would you do something like that for us, like for 150 people maybe? Yeah. And uh, maybe just a, a pulled pork or a pig roast or something yeah. where we can just, you know, make some tacos, make some salsas or something. And I said, sure, man, I can. I will be happy to do that. So my job for me, because I used to have a big roaster, was to go pick up the pig mm -hmm. over at the Mexican uh, uh, meat market. Market, yeah. And then, but then, you know, David was four. My, my oldest son, he was four. My youngest was two. Mm -hmm. And then I took Sasha with me. So we drove the truck for, for that uh, belonged to that church. Yeah. And I parked. 
And I told my family, I said, I told Sasha, let me just go get the pig. And then we'll just put there. Can because, you carry the pig? Like one person can carry the pig? Yeah. Well, there was a guy who who was in the restaurant that helped me. Help you carry because it. it was I'm about, just picturing a big oh, it's, like a big pig roast. It was, it was, it was, it was about, carry the dragon across the it was lot? about 200 yeah, uh, pounds. A, yeah. So he helped me. We put it on the back of the truck. Okay. And then by the time I went to open the passenger door, I didn't notice that my son was leaning on the door. And once I opened it, he went straight down to the concrete. And broke his uh, bone, his uh, yeah, his uh, arm. Mm -hmm. He he broke it. It didn't you know go through the skin, but it was pretty visible. And did he cry? He was just crying. And Sasha got oh my gosh because she saw it. I saw it. I picked him up. He was just crying. And Sasha said, "Let's go to the hospital. Get in the car. Let's go to the hospital." And for some reason, I said, "No, let's go back because I need to put the pig roast, the pig into in the roaster, because I was kind of like I was." it takes like about uh, an hour for 10 pounds right. to cook. You're worried about business I was and about money. the timing. I was more like timing for me yeah. because it was the next day or something like that. And she says, no, get in, in the truck. Let's go to uh, the, the hospital. So we got into a little argument there. And I said, no, no, no. All of a sudden, my friend, I said, let's pray. And for me, I've never prayed in my life. I never knew before what that? before that. I never knew what prayer was. I never I, I heard people praying, right. but I never I would never start a praying and then I didn't even know how to start yeah. or to end. But I said that. And then I grabbed I remember I grabbed my son's arm with the where the, the bone was sticking out and I said, Lord, this is your deal. I'm doing this for your people. This is for your people. This is your problem. And here I am going through this. And then I remember something really amazing happened happened to me. And I was just talking and talking. And I cannot remember what I was saying. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, like about maybe, I don't know, 10, 20 seconds later, I opened my eyes. And then I looked around. I don't hear any noise, no crying, nothing. And then I removed my, my hand from from Gabe's uh, arm Mm -hmm. and there's nothing and my son is looking at me like I go like son are you okay are you fine and he says yeah dad I'm fine I said oh my gosh but right in there my friend the Lord put in my heart that's the miracle you were asking for he's like you're mine now (laughs) yes I I he spoke in my heart about that and that's something I will never forget I got down on my knees and I said, I am so sorry for everything, for, from, for, for doubting you. Mm-hmm. From now on, I will just do whatever you put in my heart, whatever you want to do through me. Right. So Alicia, for me, I experienced the Lord on a personal level. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He used me. I saw things. I, saw, I have so many miracles that mm-hmm. I can share. But that was the, the one that really put me to being that Christian. Yeah. And I said, you know what? Whatever you tell me to do, I will do. Mm-hmm. Use me. Please use me. If you know my life, if you know everything about me, that means you really have a plan for me. Mm-hmm. And I want you to help me through this whole thing. Because being illegal, my friend, your, um, your self-esteem is very low. You're, you're, you're like on the floor. Mm-hmm. Especially when people say, go back to your country. 
hey, wetback, or, or hey, you, what are you doing here? Go back, you Mexican, you this and yeah. that. So for me, I always try to please people. Yeah. I didn't want to make people upset because I was afraid that will they will call the immigration on me yeah. or even the police or even do something yeah. to me. Right. Violence. So I, I was always on my best behavior with people. Yeah. Always. Yeah. I wanted to, I, I was a people pleaser. That sounds exhausting. Yes. Frankly, honestly. Yes, because I was always living like that right like high alert just making sure you are at your very best at every moment yes especially people when i knew people that their parents went to stanford or good university their doctors their architects and stuff like that and when i compare that to my life i go like wow that automatically will right. bring me down all yeah. the way down like for me i didn't have any uh, self-esteem mm -hmm. i thought it was i was just worthless mm -hmm. i didn't have anything especially being poor no english being illegal didn't know about this culture nothing mm -hmm. i was like nope i'm done yeah. even when i crossed the border the second time i said if if i get robbed again which i did <laughs> and then if they kill me i said might as well so be it mm -hmm. i mean my life was i mean Back then, I thought it was just worth it. I was like, I didn't have any hope. Yeah. It was hopeless for me. I was like, okay, if I'm going to die, then, you know, it's just another dead people, dead wow. person. Yeah. Wow. It was, it was, it was crazy. Uh -huh. For me, I, I suffer a lot. Yeah. And then the rest is just history, how mm -hmm. the Lord mm -hmm. has really been working in my life. Until yeah. this day, I still go like, Wow. I cannot believe it. Yeah. Every time I ask the Lord for something, I say, I know, I know, Lord, you can, you can do this. Mm -hmm. Can you do it again? And he does it again. Yeah. Especially with, uh, with the people in Mexico, when they call me and stuff like that, I, I never say no to them. Mm -hmm. I said, well, let me talk to the management. <laughs> let, me let me talk to the boss. Right. Then, you know, and then God comes with something. Yeah. And exact, the exact amount of money for that community for that people for mm -hmm. you know and for me it's a good way to bring the gospel yeah that's so tell part. me and tell everybody that's listening about your ministry yeah and, so yeah what you do where you do it yeah one of the things that i do remember clearly and i always share this my mom was she never said many things but i do remember there were a couple people that were coming from out of town or from the outside of the, the, the our, our community, mm -hmm. they knocked on the door and my mom opened the door and I was like right behind my mom's, mm -hmm. you know. And this couple said, hey, uh, we haven't eaten all day. Do you have a little work for us to do so we can get a little food? Maybe, I don't know, clean the backyard or something mm -hmm. or maybe take the trash out or something. And my mom said, of course come on in but before you do a little work sit down and you're gonna eat and my mom will feed him first wow. and that's something that really i will never forget and at the end of the day my mom will give him some more food and some some little money yeah. and then my mom will i remember that in this occasion my mom said hold on let me give you something else and then she went in the back room where I have my drawer of clothes, my few t-shirts uh, right. and stuff. Mm -hmm. And she picked like two, three from my drawer and gave that to 
the man. Mm-hmm. And I was so mad because I, I said, Mom, wh- wh- what are you doing? Why are you doing? Why are you giving my stuff to those people? Yeah. But I referred to those people like they're less than than me. Mm-hmm. I was ref- I was in my thing. I was thinking that yeah. actually, and my mom turned around and she says, "Because they belong to the Lord, because God loves them too." Your mom said that. My mom said that, and and I was and I was like, whatever, you know, but. I never saw my mom praying or anything like that. Never. That was the only thing that my mom said about God the whole, the whole, my whole life. Wow. Okay. So then explain what you do. That's very significant. So that's something that really stayed in me until when I, so everything that the Lord has done for me, my friend, when I said, okay, Lord, tell me what to do. Mm -hmm. I'm here for you. So this is something that really put in my heart and in Sasha's heart, because when we first went down to Mexico in 2003, mm-hmm. we brought some Legos, some little soldiers, plastic little Legos in little Ziploc bags, and we just gave it to people. And yeah. those people were so happy playing with it, uh, with that. And then we took some uh, deflated uh, soccer balls yes. that uh, yeah. some people donated and stuff like that. We took it down there. And that's something, you know, uh, I, I, I remember I told Sasha, I said, if one day I become an American citizen, I would love to reach out to the community. Mm-hmm. I would like to pay forward. You know, I would like to just go and do something mm-hmm. for the people, especially Oaxaca. Yeah, uh, they have a lot of uh, indigenous people, a yes. lot of indigenous, and 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 they're poor community. You mm-hmm. know, so I was like. If, if one day I become someone here, I want to reach out to the community. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, again, the Lord had put that in my heart. So that was like 20 years ago. That was, uh, so I became an, Amer- an American citizen. So again, being illegal, crossing the border, the border twice. Yeah. Then I met Sasha. And then through Sasha, you know, I became uh, um, uh, an American. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course, you know, um, it went like... Took a, a long time, yeah. Took a long time. Right. And I became an American in 2013. Okay, but you... So, but you said you went in 2003. Because I had a permit that allowed me go to go back and forth. Okay. And but you the, went and did ministry? No, yes. not not yet. I just went and visited, but I took we took some personal yeah. stuff yes, to, and I gave see. it to the people. Okay. So it was it was in us. It was like a seed that was it We was really I really wanted not quite to, growing yet. Yes. So mm-hmm. I really wanted to serve the Lord as soon as I became Christian because I was like, "Oh my gosh, I can do this. I can do but then my kids were little. Yeah. So Sasha says, no, listen, uh, we, we thought a few uh, times to move, in, to move somewhere to do ministry. Mm-hmm. But then Sasha says, what about our boys? We want our boys to go to school, to be, you know, to have a stable community and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. And I said, okay. So we pretty much waited until the boys uh, got to 18, 20, 24. Right. And right. now... We are at this point where we're like, okay, mm-hmm. we're ready. So we started that foundation in 2017. And what is it called? Uh, it's called Carbio International. Okay. So right now we have uh, 83 families that we support monthly with mm-hmm. groceries. And it's been a blessing too, you know, just to reach out to that community. It's a... It's, this community is, is kind of like a disabled community. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because I'm thinking about, I follow you on social media and thinking about the wheelchairs. 
And yes. I feel like there's been different things with people with disabilities. Yeah, so there, there are many families that whether the dad, the mom, the kids have any type of disabilities. And those are the people that we're trying to uh, target. We reach out to them. We all Sometimes we don't even have to look for them. Sometimes you just see them on the street. And then that's where we come and say, hey, uh, my name is Fabrizio. Where do you live? And then we kind of like become a little, you know, friends mm-hmm. there. And then I... Then I get to meet their 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 parents, or if they have any, many many of them they don't. Sometimes mm-hmm. they're like like living with an uncle or you know whoever. Those are the people that we try to reach, and then all of a sudden we're helping them monthly, and it's mm-hmm. been a blessing. So we also help with uh, uh, backpacks, school supplies. Yes. We've built a house of um, just you know uh, a dis- disabled. Uh, family and it's been a blessing how people here in the states come together mm-hmm. sometimes i just go i see something i pray about it and then i come back i send out an email to all of my friends mm-hmm. and everybody just comes together and say fabrizio i want to do this can yeah. i just do it myself i i said i know you can but can we just give an opportunity to a lot of more people that are reaching out so they feel uh, part of it mm-hmm. and that's how people come together and you know we do it yeah. And, 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 and again, the Lord is really reaching out to his people because I believe that uh, he loves them. Mm-hmm. And then he and, and that's why he put us here for a reason. That's mm-hmm. why we're doing this. So that's your why, because your why is what? Yeah. Just tell, like, why? Why do you do it? Why aren't you just settling in the United States? And staying here in beautiful Colorado, you know, just I, hanging out with your beautiful wife, running 5Ks. <laughs> yes. So here, uh, here in the States, people are, we're blessed. We're blessed and we're still complaining about something. I was talking to your husband at work. He loved it. Mm-hmm. And I said, listen, my friend. He showed me a video of the view from. Oh, yes. I don't know if it was their office or if yeah. it's like the cafeteria area it, it's, or whatever. It's, it's, it's beautiful. The, yes, it is. <laughs> so I said, listen, John, I can stay here. And die here. I can just be here, fabulous, do nothing, mm-hmm. go to heaven, right? Because I'm saved. I can just enjoy everything. But how about the less fortunate people? How about the people that are really maybe praying for someone to come and reach out to them? You know, right? Those are. This is us that we can just go and reach out to the community and say, "Hey, it's okay. I was like you one day, mm-hmm. but it's okay. Listen, this is what the Lord did in my life." Mm-hmm. And maybe he's, and I do believe he's going to do this. He can do this with you as well yeah. if you open your heart. How about we pray right now? You know? So for me, my friend, it's more like the Lord's work versus staying here, especially in Highlands Ranch, Colorado. Oh, man, this is beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. Everywhere you go is just fabulous. Mm-hmm. You know? I can, we can die here yeah. without doing anything, and we're good. We go to heaven. We're going to see Jesus. But, you know, I, I, we would love to reach out the community that God loves, his community, mm-hmm. his people. And here we are just to, to do his work. Mm-hmm. You know, as long as we have an open heart, my friend, for the Lord, he can do a lot of things. Yeah. Things that you can't even imagine. Mm-hmm. Because, again, you know, if you, if you think about the Bible, you know, he is able to do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine. 
according to his power that is within us. Mm -hmm. So once we just present ourselves to the Lord, he he will use you like crazy. Yeah. And trust me, every time we go down there, oh, you see the need everywhere. Yeah. And sometimes the Lord will just bring you one person and then he does the work there through that person, through mm -hmm. you to that person. Mm -hmm. And that's what's happening yeah. all the time. That's why I love going there. Yeah. Just to see, and every time I go for a walk, I said, okay, Lord, who is that one? Who is that one that, that you have for me? Mm -hmm. And man, he opens the doors like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So I love what it. do you do? Some of those prayers that you, that you pray and you know, it's within God's will and they remain unanswered. And how do you wrestle and how do you move through that? That's a good question. You know, many, many of our prayers, they don't get answered in our time because we, we all got stuff, right? We all have problems and we pray for some specific problem for, for, for days, for months and stuff years. like that in, in years mm -hmm. and we don't see anything. Yeah. But the only thing that he, that we have that he can give is just that peace. Then we stay at, at his rest. Then we rest and then we wait. But that peace, my friend, it's it's uh, it's amazing because then you don't get to worry about anything. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like you pray about it and then you go like, okay, Lord, I'm presenting this to you and then you, you already know. Mm -hmm. And I, then I'm just going to have a fabulous day mm -hmm. because you live in me and you know we're just going to... So, so many times our problems, I learn to push him on the side and I go straight with the Lord, just whatever, on a regular basis, you know, mm -hmm. I go on a day, I wake up all, all happy because we choose to be happy, right? I mean, we, we can choose anything. We can choose to be miserable, mm -hmm. but who wants to be miserable, you know? So I go like, so I, I, I tell Sasha that every morning I tell the Lord, ta-da, here I am, Lord. <laughs> Here are my problems. It's a big one. It's, it's the boxes of problems. Yeah. So you deal with it. Yeah. But this is me and you. Let's go to work together. Let's have coffee together. Let's just do this fellowship together. And for me, that is really helping me. And sometimes I have to say it out, out, out loud. Yeah. And then I'm like, man, I'm, I'm great. Yeah. You know? But then, you know, if I think about my problems, I go like, oh my gosh, I better have more problems than everybody else in this room. But then I learned to push him on the side mm -hmm. and I kind of like elevate my myself like to a penthouse. I kind of like imagine mm -hmm. the 17th floor where I work, yeah. where I see things from above, mm -hmm. looking down. I leave my problems on the side and then I just have a great time with the Lord, just mm -hmm. fellowshipping. And, you know, I always think that my intimacy with the Lord always intimidate the enemy. Just being in that relationship with the Lord, that's what matters. Everything else can just, you know, mm -hmm. can just wait. Well, I was telling a friend the other day that, uh, that it's always good to have problems because problems, you know, we, we grow with problems. Mm -hmm. We become better, you know. It's our, um, um, I was thinking the other day, and I actually mentioned it to Sasha, that the way the Lord brought me from my hometown not knowing anything about my life, I was just afraid. Right. Now, where I am now, I go like, oh my gosh, I had to go, I had to go through all this, all this problem, stabbing, witchcraft, right. and, 
crossing the border and all this to get to to just to be with you you know and then with my family with my boys mm -hmm. I, I keep telling Sasha I will do this again if if I would tell that to myself it would be that hey I know you don't see things clearly right now but it's okay it's you're going to be better right here mm -hmm. and trust me when I say better it's going to be better yeah. where you're just going to do a lot of good things yeah. and then you're going to become a testimony to many people like you so, yes yeah. yeah all right well thank you so much you're welcome my friend all right bye. all right bye it's time for a segment called what is happening? All right. Can you think of a time when you looked around? I mean, it could be getting stabbed with scissors, getting robbed. Crossing <laughs> the border. Crossing I have a lot of stuff. There's a lot of them, but yeah. just... I don't know, a story about when you were like, I can't, I can't believe this is happening. You know, like, what is happening in this, my life? I was really thinking that um, one day I was working, I was at work here in Colorado, and Sasha called me, she was crying. And uh, she said, and I could hear my voice crying in the background, and Sasha is so upset, and she's crying too. She says, oh my God, Fabrizio, I don't know what to do. And she's like freaking out. And, uh, and she says, the boys are hungry. We need, uh, the, the fridge is empty. I have no milk. I have nothing. Yeah. You have to do something about that. You, and I'm at work. I'm already at the restaurant. I, like I'm working I actually right picked up the phone. I said, hey, listen, uh, yeah. I, I need to go right now because we're waiting on tables and they're waiting for me. And she says, no, you know, she's freaking out. And I said, well, let me, let me call you right back. Let me, just give me five minutes or 10 minutes. And then I hung up the phone and I went and I'm working. I'm worried and I'm thinking, okay, Lord, you know, what's this? My family is is in a starvation mode right now. And I remember that day after that, uh, it was like about one o'clock when she called me and around three o'clock, I went outside in the patio and I was just sitting, you know, everything. It was uh, in between shift from um, three to five. We closed for two hours. I was just having right, a little lunch. Yeah. I was just having a little lunch mm -hmm. and I was like, Lord, I don't know what to do. You gotta help me here. I need to see another miracle. You need to do something like, like something quick. And then uh, one of the bus boys came and said, "Hey Fab, would you like to go with me to the liquor store? Not, not to drink any beer, but we had it right next door, and we usually buy Gatorades and just stuff like yeah. that for that because we had a busy morning." And I said, "Yeah, of course." I went, and then I went inside the liquor store because we knew the owner and stuff like that. We were just talking, and then when he came to pay, then I looked inside the the, the counter. I saw a, a bunch of uh, those scratch tickets, those yeah. little one dollar, two dollars. Yeah, and I've never. I never yeah. buy any of Are those. Are you promoting gambling? That, no. So, 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 but listen, this is, God works in uh, mysterious ways. When God wants to do something, 
he he uses anything, mm -hmm. you know. So, but I do remember that, and this, and I was like, oh my gosh, what's happening? You know, that uh, two dollar uh, scratch ticket caught my attention. It was kind of like moving in front of my eyes. I was like, what is that? And he says, the owner was like, what? What do you mean? I said, what is that? Uh, that that says two dollar. He says, it's just a scratch ticket. And, and he says, and and I said, how do you play that? And he says, you, you've never done this before? I said, no. No, well, you scratch it, and then if you get three of the same numbers, you win for that price, whatever right. it says. And I said, and how much is that? He says, $2. And I, and I looked, uh, you know, I touched my, my pants. I only had $2 in my pocket. Right. And I said, can I have that? And then I, he gave it to me. I put it in my pocket. I was not really excited to play. I just put it in my pocket because I was thinking about Sasha and yeah. my family and everything. So I went back to the deck and I was just eating. You know, I was just eating. I was just praying, talking to the Lord. And then all of a sudden, I filled my pocket and I pulled that out. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm reading the instructions and stuff like right. that. And then I'm scratching <laughs> like, this how thing. Do we do that? <laughs> and then it, it showed on top. It says 500. And then the next one, 500. And then the next one, 500. And then I'm reading the instructions again. I'm thinking, no, 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 I, this is not right. And then I, I scratched the, the whole the whole part of it. And then, but then those three numbers, uh, they were just like a line. And, and I'm thinking, I think I won, but I, I don't want to make a big deal. Maybe what if I didn't? So I went back myself to the liquor store and I said, hey, amigo, can you check this for me? And he, just by looking at it, at it he says, dude, you just won 500 bucks. Oh my gosh, man. And then he pulled his, he opened his drawer and, you know, yeah. his cash reg register and he gives me $500 in cash. So I was just crying already. He says, what's wrong with you? And I said, no, 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 it's a long story. I will tell you one day. Then I go back into the restaurant and I call Sasha and I said, please come and get the money and feed my family, buy everything for them. And, and he says, oh my gosh, who gave you money? I said, I will tell you this story later. But then I hung up and I went outside and I got down on my knees and I was like, Lord, what's happening? What's happening with me? You, you showed up again. I was like jumping. I was happy. I was crying. And you know, that's, that's something something very nice that I w do remember yeah. how God again you know he is like hey listen I got you here you know and I'm gonna cover this for mm -hmm. you so things like that my friend it's always like oh my gosh you know and that's why when I oh, tell cool. people about the Lord I always say listen listen you, you you're just underestimating the power of God mm -hmm. God can do anything anything you just present yourself and trust him and he will do the rest Thanks for spending your valuable time listening in. Honestly, Alicia.